Hello, this is Christy Kendall with the Align Yourself to Success podcast. And around here, our passion and purpose is to empower entrepreneurs to extraordinary profit through highest level transformation. When you begin with your mind and alignment, you are limitless and you are powerful. We get to talk about the most fun topic for healers, and that's sales <laughs> today. Oh. Star Shepherd Decker is here with us, and Star is an innovative coach. She helps professional healers grow their business with impact and income. So welcome. So happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here, Christy. Thanks so much for having me. Yes. So share with us your journey on how you got here to this place, helping healers with impact and income. Yeah, it's been quite a journey. I'll try to keep it as brief as possible (laughs) and to the point. Um, So I started, you know, doing just inner work I started geeking out on, on personal development when I was like 13. So I probably got my first um, self-help book when I was 13, right? Because I was just really into how to improve ourselves based on our inner world um, to the point where I had a really awful, traumatic life event happen in my early 20s. And so I really dove into learning metaphysical spirituality by the time I was 23. And then by the time I was 29, I was a licensed spiritual practitioner, which I know means very little to most people, um, through the Centers for Spiritual Living, which is an international organization. And it really helped me bring my leadership in the world, kind of heal my own trauma and, and see what's possible when you really like change your thinking, change your life was kind of their motto. Um, but I didn't know anything about business. I was like kind of a anarchist rebel stay at home mom who didn't want anything to do with that business world until I saw that business could really be the vehicle for me to get my healing out into the world. And so, um, starting in like 2014, I really dove in and did all the business trainings and took in all the information. And as a natural leader and teacher, some of that information that I was receiving started seeping into my healing sessions with other business professionals. And so I like to call myself a, a serial a recovering serial niche switcher. Cause I did switch my niche a lot of times. And if you've been following me at all online, you know, that, you know, I've gone through lots of different iterations of my work. But what I really found is the people who were coming to me are these healers who have a divine calling to change the world with their healing practice and also struggle with the ins and outs of running an online business. And so I saw that as this beautiful place that I could help both with that inner game of how do you continue to grow your leadership and and be in integrity and run an ethical business Um, and the outer game of like, you know, systems, strategies, structures, sales, um, all that stuff that I ended up geeking out on as like kind of a gaming nerd and a strategy nerd. And so it's been a a fascinating journey for me. And what really turned it around was I almost uh, gave up my business in 2017 because I was using these what I call old paradigm techniques of kind of like force and domination and control and trying to make it happen. <laughs> and it, it, it took me out. And I ended up um, at the end of 2017 on the couch with some major chronic health flare-ups and really questioning if I could keep going. And so in 2018, I stepped into flow and I, I made some big changes in how I approached my work. And it switched everything around for me. I made more money uh, each month than the month before that year for the first nine months of the year. And I saw some really powerful stuff going on with my clients. And I was like, oh, this is what I want to teach. This is what I want to put out into the world is, is how to really run your business from the same place that you run your sessions. 
um, and really align it with who you actually are instead of who you think you're supposed to be. Yes, I love it. I'm excited to talk about this stuff with you. I too am a healer who is passionate about sales and business. And, you know, I've been an entrepreneur since I was selling weeds out of my yard. (laughs) (laughs) And um, it never ended. I just didn't know that's what I was doing. And Mm -hmm. sales, you know, great stories to share about sales. So this is going to be a really fun conversation. And the fun, the funny part of this, the is, you know, whenever you talk sales amongst healers, you usually get crickets. So you can't really just bring it out straight up and say sales. It really has to be, you know, what are you having? Okay. I have the solution, but even though we know the problem is you need to learn sales, it's not a talked about conversation. Um, and very avoidable. most healers don't want to, they, and I will admit, you know, in my practitioner training, I wasn't taught any selling or any business. And because I was trained in the law of attraction, I was taught, well, you just be a good practitioner and the clients will come. Not that wasn't necessarily my experience. (laughs) Yeah. I think I, you know, I do let's, let's pull a card and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. I pull one at every for almost every podcast. I can't say everyone because I've forgotten sometimes, but here we go. <laughs> Your card. Oh, what surprised you most about our connection? Mm-hmm. About your and I's connection? Uh, I think it was great that we found each other online and we immediately hopped in and we were like, we're talking the same language. I feel like um, it's not too often that you find someone who does have that background in healing and, you know, a desire to heal through your work and also like sales and business. Like usually those two things don't intersect very often. And so I thought it was really fun that when we first started talking, we're like, what should we talk about? And then as we kept talking, it was like, well, we should definitely talk about sales because this is not something that healers like to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, the funny thing was, is we met because of my sales process. Yes. <laughs> so we got here. so yes. it's a good, you know, that's a good lead way into this whole conversation sales. Mm-hmm. Why do we need sales? And of course, we're all very aware of all the false beliefs about, or belief, I should say beliefs, all the beliefs that we have in our consciousness about sales and selling. Yes. And it's understandable why we could have an avoidance because the common theme with healers is we want to be high vibrational, high integrity and honor our values and honor others values. So selling can have a lot of old consciousness and my passion and purpose is to raise that consciousness. And that's why I was passionate about having you on here just to talk about it from your perspective. I'm sure we do things, you know, similarly and very differently at the same time. Absolutely. So what is your favorite thing about sales? We'll start with that. I think, you know, selling when done, uh, I don't, I don't usually use the terms right and wrong. Cause I don't actually even believe in that. I yeah. wanted to say selling when done, right. But that's not even what I mean. Correct. Like selling when when done, aligned. Yeah. When done from an aligned place, like you were saying from aligned with integrity and values is really just about creating opportunities for magic to happen. And so it's like, it's getting really curious with your potential client and being like, so what kind of magic can happen with us if we decide to work together and, and being allowed to go down that rabbit hole together without an attachment to the outcome. I think that is 
been the biggest, you know, growth arc for me around selling is um, doing what I can to be the most in integrity, to be the most in my values and lean into that possibility together without being attached to any outcome or without trying to like make a thing happen. And so it's, it's really this beautiful place of like surrender and possibility that I get to play in when I'm really leaning into the kind of selling that you and I teach. The playground of surrender and possibility. I love it. Yeah. My, right you know, the thing that I say all the time is nothing in the universe moves without a sale. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. So you're doing it, but you're doing it from unconsciousness. Right. And so we are bringing you to a conscious awareness of high integrity, high vibrational conscious sales. Yes. So share with us a little bit about your sales process. What, what do you teach in, I mean, I know you can't teach us, but some, yeah, just yeah. some belief systems and, you know, that side of it from, from the healer perspective, what are some Absolutely. of the beliefs and belief work that you do in your, in your teaching of sales? Well, I think the first thing that I like to teach people is how important consent is in the selling process. And that part of what, you know, people like to equate selling with like this, like gross icky energy. And I like to teach my people that, you know, part of what makes two, the two main things that make selling feel icky and gross is withholding information. So there's what, um, I think it's uh, Richard Pink in the book to sell as human. He says that the thing that makes, um, you know, selling feel icky is what he calls the information gap where I have the information and you don't, and I'm withholding it from you until you buy my thing. So as long as we're giving all the information, we can move past that kind of ickiness. And also the thing that I teach is moving forward in the sales conversation without consent or interest, right? It's when you're not feeling them, what my mentors, and I know some of your mentors as well, uh, Jesse Corrin and Charlotte Jacobs teaches the lean in that you don't move forward in the sales conversation unless they're actually leaning in and genuinely interested. Not that kind of interest that we can sometimes do as people pleasers and be like, oh, that sounds really good. Tell me more. But they don't mean it. You know, it's like really getting that consent to move forward in the conversation um, can make such a big difference in the amount of connection that you feel with that person while you're going through the sales process. Yeah. That's, that's really good clarity for a lot of people that really does really show you where that icky feeling comes from. Yeah, exactly. It's like, A, I don't actually have enough information to make this choice. And you're asking me to make this choice and B, I haven't told you that I want the thing yet. Why are you trying to offer it to me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So sales for me was one of those things where my, I had a fixed mindset. You know, I heard, I'm kind of the reverse of you. I was selling and then healing happened, Mm -hmm. but it, you know, it was in the very beginning where my dream from childhood was to be an interior designer. And when I toured the school, they sat me down and, you know, I got to sit through a a part of a class and I heard the instructor saying, you got to sell. If you don't have something to sell or you can't sell yourself, you won't have any work that was it for me. I was like, well, I'm done. Nobody's going to buy anything for me. I can't sell anything, what mm-hmm. do I, you know? And so it took me a few more years and a few breakthroughs before I ended up back in design school. And the beauty of it was through those breakthroughs back in design school, I end up killing it before I'm even finished with school. My first <laughs> weekend out, I broke all the records in the industry and 
did that. And I ended up winning national sales awards. I exceeded the average income for a designer is around $35,000 a year. I hit six figures my first year and proceeded to do that. And so I still thought I was running on luck. That was my next fixed mindset. But what I could see after, you know, all these breakthroughs is sometimes our greatest fear is the breakthrough to our greatest strength or our magical superpowers, or it is our magical superpower, right? So that's what it ended up being is my superpower. And as I proceeded through that process, I really felt like I was running on luck. Mm -hmm. I'm having all this luck, but I thought it was because I was good at design and I was excited and I was like, you know, what, if it's luck, then what luck runs out. Right. So I was waiting for luck to run out and thank God that didn't happen. I had an incredible sales manager show up and take me aside. And he said, you know, I'm here, we're wiping the slate clean. And that was the moment I was like, it's over, but he sat me down and he said, look at this. You know, he showed, he showed me how to be intentional with sales and how to set that, you know, this was such a transformational moment for me and nobody knew that that was going to be the case, but he showed me intention with Mm. my sales. He showed me strategy and he showed me how I was using systems. And if I just make these little tweaks, I can double my numbers without working harder. And it. it clicked in my head. And from there, I ended up doubling everything. And I didn't take more, more appointments, mm-hmm. literally did not work harder. I just got strategic yep. and systemized and structured and I included intention. And Love so, that. yes, that is, that is everything with sales. Cause we can have our energy on point. We can be high vibrational. We can have good intentions, but when one of those pieces are missing, you are going to be leaving money on the table. You're going to be leaving your dream clients out and they need you. Yep. Absolutely. So what, what do you do as far as, you know, intention and getting your clients on board with sales? Because that's usually such a, an avoided conversation. How do you get them excited about it? Well, I think part of it is that I'm not necessarily marketing myself as a selling coach. That tends to be just kind of part of the whole package that my clients are getting from me because I'm really working with them on their relationship with their business. Like sometimes I like to joke that I'm kind of like a, like a marriage counselor for people in their business because I'm really, you know, working because a lot of healers have resistance to systems and structures. A lot of healers have resistance to strategy. They want to lean into flow, which I'm a huge fan of flow, but the thing with flow is flow doesn't happen without structure. So if you think of the river and the riverbanks, you know, the flow is the water and the structure are the banks. And without the riverbanks, it's not, there is no flow. It's just water on the ground. And we live in a universe of systems and structures. The laws of the universe exist for a reason. Exactly. And so I think, you know, the first thing that I really do with clients is helping them kind of heal their resistance to systems and structures in general, and then kind of start building these foundations of habits And then the next thing that we look at really is like, what are your thoughts around selling? What are your wounds around selling? And some of it even ends up being wounds around money in general. And so, you know, for my private clients, it really depends on their starting point um, and, and diving in there. But I think first we have to unlearn what we think sales is to replace it with a different model. 
And that's really what I end up doing with my clients is like, no, it doesn't have to be manipulation. It doesn't have to be coercion. You're not, you know, trying to disempower your person in order to make your, your product or service be the thing that gives them power, you know, cause that's the old model of selling is you make them feel inadequate and then you feed them your product as the thing that will solve their problem. And so really helping them to see that it's not selling in general that is the thing that they're averse to. It's this particular style of selling, this particular approach to selling, um, and that we can approach selling where we're actually, our job is to help leave our potential client as empowered and aligned as possible so that when they do say yes, they're coming from that place of empowerment and alignment rather than we're trying to pick away at them and poke at their wounds so they feel bad. And then we tell them that our thing is the thing that will make them feel better. And so that's kind of the first place that I go with clients is helping them to see that when you really get that this is a very different approach to selling, you don't have to feel bad about it. You don't have to feel shame about it. You don't have to pick up these old manipulative models of selling in order to sell your services. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. My brain so that's really what they're averse to. That's really what they're averse to is they're averse to being, you know, manipulated, which they've probably yeah. manipulated into a sale before. And so they're like, well, if that is selling, I don't want to do it. Well, and what you end up with, if you did it that way, which we're not doing it that way, but learning exactly. when you first learning, and I come from a sales background where I was selling product and service in the home. And so you did have some traditional processes and methods that you go through in that overcoming objections, closing the deal, you know, those more masculine words. Um, and with this in, in this world, when we're healing and coaching and in a more spiritual, spiritual, high energy, high vibrational energy of business, that process of overcoming objections, closing the sale and all the things you just talked about, about disempowering to, you know, all of that, what happens if you do that is you're left with a client who's not fully committed. Yep. You're going to have issues. You're setting yourself up for failure anyway. So none of that works anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it feels so good to trust yourself and your process and to just be yourself having those systems in place, which might be a sentence might be a funnel. It might be, you know, whatever it might be. And they come to you. And yes. they're even asking you to work with you. Yes. Those, that is when the magic happens. Absolutely. One thing you said, and I want to go in on it, is wounds around sales and wounds around money in general. Mm -hmm. and I can see how, why I wanted to go in on this is you have a whole course on self-esteem and self-esteem is the, the root of the inner critic, the... Yep imposter syndrome, all of those things is, is that deep core self-esteem and the, the, those with the lowest of self-esteem have the hardest time showing up, mm -hmm. being seen, Absolutely. being themselves and the, how that relates to money is asking for something and receiving something because the trauma that happens usually in that level of self-esteem stuff, which is in the, it's the whole undercurrent of the healing world because we're healers because we overcame trauma on some deep, deep level. Yes. And so that 
really deep, quiet, 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 but powerful voice in your head that says, put everybody else first, make sure others are taken care of. Don't be too loud. Don't rock the boat. Don't show up, be the quiet, you know, go in the other room. All of those things that we're taught to survive. Yes. Shows up in money, asking for money, receiving money, um, standing in your power, being paid what you know, what you deserve to be paid for your product or your service. Um, so that's why I wanted to talk about that. So I'm going to let you, let yeah, you know. I love that. No, I love that. And I, and I do think that at the root of the, you know, being open to receiving um, does have some self-confidence and self-esteem issues. And I think, you know, each one of us is on a different place in our journey in that, you know, that upward spiral. And I know that the people who are drawn to my work specifically tend to also just have issues with the systems of money and the harm that they cause on our planet. Mm-hmm. And so they don't want to be one of quote unquote, those people. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I talk a lot about these unconscious stories that we make up as a society that we never really question that are just kind of like the fridge in the background that you never really hear because it's just a part of your, your landscape, your audio landscape. And one of the, one of the things that happens with a lot of the people who, you know, are drawn to healing, who are drawn to activism, who are drawn to, you know, social justice work, who are drawn to looking at oppressive systems in our society can easily create this unquestioned model that says, well, the way that I can know if you're a good person or not is if you're interested in money because the good people you know, the people with money are the quote unquote bad people and they're destroying the planet and all they want is money. And the quote unquote good people are the people who don't care about money, who just want to help. And we've equated this like false correlation with your desire to receive money is, is how I'll know if you're for the destruction of the planet or for the healing of the planet. And so a lot of healers really resist money at all because they think that it makes them one of those people one of the people who's going to destroy and, and take down the planet. And they want to be one of the people that is healing and bringing forth creation in the planet. And so one of the core wounds that I first have to address with these amazing, powerful leaders and healers who actually do have a lot of self-confidence in their work, but they still have a lot of wounds around. I don't want to be seen as one of those people who wants money. And that's one of the first wounds that we have to work with. And I remember on my own journey, because I had to do this journey for myself. I was really resistant. I did a lot of money consciousness stuff. I did classes. I took workshops. I read books. And there was still this kind of transactional approach with the universe that was like, well, if you just think the right thoughts, then money will come to you. And it was like, well, none of them are addressing my resistance to a system that is literally harming people across the planet right now in the name of money. And so it was um, It was one particular uh thing that I was on, it was like a webinar I was on with um, a man named Ryan Eliason, who was big in the internet world back in like, I don't know, 2012, 2013, 2014. I don't know what he's up to now, but he said something that really just like got me in the gut. And he said, as long as those of us who care about the planet, who want it to be better, who are active in healing circles, believe that money, you know, that, that all the good in the world should be done for free or by nonprofits, We are literally putting our hands up and allowing all of that money to flow to the people who do want to destroy the planet. Yep. 
we always create that which we fear. And I went, holy crap. And that was a really um, a big shift for me as a leader um, because I, you know, I've been on stages since I was four. I've been actively leading things on per- in person and online, you know, since like 1999. And so it was like, what is it that is my stuck spot? And it, for me, it was, I have to believe that money can be this force of good, that it's actually the systems and structures around money that are causing harm, not money itself. I had to, I had to tease those out. And then that really gave me permission to create different systems and structures for money and different beliefs around money. And that it doesn't make me a bad quote unquote person to want money, to receive money, to build wealth, to have wealth. Mm-hmm. Because when you have wealth, there is a, a certain type of power that you have. Absolutely. So we equal that out and all the good people oh. start raising that, that level, that yeah. ceiling of wealth, then yes. we'll transmute that. Yeah. And I'd love to give a quick tip that really helped me for anyone who's resonating with what I'm saying. Yes. Um, this many years ago, probably it was over 10 years ago that I did this practice. Um, but I would wake up every morning and there was a specific like villa in Maui that was like eight grand a night that was just gorgeous that had like 25 pictures of it online and I would start my day visualizing with these pictures me being in this villa with my friends and family just paying easily for it staying there for like a month and then I would imagine this future me that my morning practice would be sitting down at the computer and deciding who or what I was going to donate a thousand dollars to that day this idea that I could have so much wealth that my daily practice was what person organization or project am I going to put a thousand dollars towards today? And if I do that every day, that's $365,000 a year that would be going towards things that are in alignment with my values that I can help bring life to and, and make happen. And that doing that, doing that visualization every day for months changed everything for me. That's really powerful. That's a really good meditation. You know, the universal law of reciprocity you have to give in order to receive. You can't even tap into the law of abundance, the law of attraction without having first that exact give and receive in place. Yes. And just really seeing myself as a conduit, you know, a conduit for divine flow to move through um, has really, has really helped me over the years to be that divine conduit. And then, like you said, it's more about increasing my receptivity, my ability to receive, and then have that flow through me to the places that I want to go. And how, how powerful is that? That is amazing. Yes. So share with me a little bit about how somebody can work with you. Um, if this is resonating with somebody and they want to yeah, definitely. Well, I've got a couple different options. Um, I do have a monthly membership for people who are just kind of wanting to dip their toe into star and dip their toe into flow. And it actually is um, my community. It's called the flow and grow membership. And that first level is called the toe dip where you're really dipping your toe into flow. And um, it's $97 a month and people get a monthly training. We do an online event called the Healers Huddle and we co-work together and you get access to a lot of my previous recordings as bonuses because I like just making those things available to those people who do love to like take courses on their own time 
because I know that not everyone likes to do that. Um, I do have one private spot available. This is the most full my private practice has ever been, which is really exciting. So I've got one spot available for a six month private container and people can reach out to me at star, that's S-T-A-R-R at radicalrevelations.com if they want to um, inquire about just hopping on a call, having one of these in integrity, in values, no pressure, no manipulation conversations to see if working together would be a good fit. And then I am putting together a six month container um, around really like establishing abundance habits, healing our relationship with money, healing our relationship with selling, and then, you know, teaching a different way to create um, structures and systems in your healing practice so that you can lean into that flow. And I like to say, you know, I help people like flow their business out of the old paradigm and grow into the new paradigm, because I do think that there is a, a hunger to do things a different way, to not keep repeating those old, um, you know, kind of methods that don't feel good to us and that we can do selling and do business in a way that doesn't like, you know, take chunks out of our soul every day. <laughs> yes. I love it. Well, we're going to have to do more topics on this, you know, more specific um, conversations around this. This was a lot of fun. And I think I would there love was that. Really, really good nuggets in here and a good, a great tip for everybody. So um, yeah, reach out. I hope everybody listening to this reaches out. Uh, if you're running a business without any kind of sales training, I promise you, this will literally take you to the next level. Absolutely. Just having an understanding because you are, you are doing systems, whether you're aware of it or not, it's just either working for you or not working for you, you know, exactly. and, and a lot of the stuff we're taught to do um, is you know, organic marketing and things like that, just by creating connection and having conversations. And, and that's, you know, so heart centered and so aligned to our spirit. It's just not scalable and you right. end up working dollar for hour. So you're, you're limiting yourself. So if you really want to work your businesses without limit and with flow and completely aligned, then let's just face sales head on. <laughs> Yes. And look it in the eye so we can fall in love with it and really get it to work for us. So thank you so yeah. much for being on here and sharing. Well, thank you for doing exactly what you're doing too. Cause I think, you know, the more of us doing this work and, and helping these healers um, kind of move through these stuck spots so they can keep healing. Like that's how we change the world. We want all the healers to profit and yes, nothing in the universe moves without a sale. That's right. Yes. Thank you, Christine. You're welcome. I'll see you on the next one.